0: Michael Phelps, Y2K, Boris Johnson. Right, I guess. Trump gets impeached twice, QAnon, Balloon Boy, War on Terror. <laughs> it's a <just> scandal. <kind> of <laughs> yeah, I was gonna rip the critics, but I think they have a point of like, what did you do here? Is this a song or just a list?
1: Why from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee? This is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano.
2: We're at 6.13 here on Wisconsin's Morning News. Uh, As you heard in the Storm Team forecast, air quality expected to gradually improve today. I was out all day yesterday. How do you feel about it? I was going to ask you how you felt. I definitely, I didn't feel like it restricted my activity yesterday. Now, in fairness, I was golfing in a cart. We were at a uh, a golf outing. I usually walk, so it definitely would have been different. Most of us
0: use a cart, by the way, but go ahead.
2: (laughs) Definitely probably would have felt different if I was hoofing my bag around the golf course, okay, but... Um, It didn't bother me that much yesterday in the moment, but I'm feeling it still today. There's a scratch in my throat. Eyes are a little scratchy as well. I definitely am still feeling some impact of being out in it for hours yesterday. So
0: I've been checking the AQI. Air Quality Air Index. Air Quality Index. And right New now, term for a lot of us, there's right? only a couple of places that are still very unhealthy. Uh, Madison is uh, at very unhealthy, and just north of Madison is at the moment. But the rest of southeast Wisconsin right now is just in the unhealthy category. So, like, the number... Near us right now in Milwaukee is 163. You may remember that anything under 50 is good. Right. Anything over 300 is really, really bad. And we were over 300 yeah. at right times. now at 163. And because of the rain and whatnot, Brandon thinks we should be getting better as the day continues.
2: And no official word from Summerfest as to if they have any plans or any way of, of handling this. I did reach out to Summerfest looking for some sort of like, are you monitoring this? Is there any chance yeah. you would delay yeah. things or any performers talking about it? And they wouldn't respond to that. So I don't know what their plan is. It seems to be green light, gates open at noon, business Mm -hmm. as usual. And it's up to you as to whether or not you want to head down.
1: 615
2: on Wisconsin's Morning
1: News. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide one day after leaving multiple runners stranded in scoring position christian yelich and the milwaukee brewers offense redeemed themselves on wednesday night over there in the big apple here's the pitch
0: Swing and a ground ball hit towards the middle. It's through a base hit. Anderson scores. Perkins will score.
1: Weimer ends up at third. Some huge insurance for the Brewers to make it 5-2. to two. Laying Grindle on the call right here on WTMJ as Yelich drove in two runs with that single to center field, and the Brewers go on for the 5-2 to two victory over the New York Mets, securing their 42nd win of the season. We mentioned him earlier. You heard the highlight. Yelich, who continues to swing a hot bat, Played a big part in the win on Wednesday night, finishing the game with three hits and two runs batted in. He's playing really well, Um, and he's played well for a really long time in in this season now, so he's swinging. The the bats are really, really tough right now. He's turned it into like every at-bat is really tough. His at-bats have been really, really solid. You know, our first inning pressure has been caused by him being just on base. I mean, it's like, I think it's five or six out of six, six out of seven or five out of six games base hit to lead off the game. With the win, the Brewers are now winners of eight of their last 12 games and will look for the series win tonight in New York. Coverage gets underway right here on WTMJ beginning at 535. Adrian Hauser expected to get the start for the Brew Crew. Staying in baseball from one New York team to the other, Yankee starter Domingo Herman, who wears the number zero, well, he did just that against the Oakland Athletics on Wednesday night. In his way. The call, courtesy of the Yes Network in New York, as Herman tossed the twenty fourth perfect game in Major League Baseball history. Only needed twenty, or excuse me, only needed ninety nine pitches to complete it. And lastly, over to NBA as free agency gets underway on Friday, beginning at five PM. Bucks guard Javon Carter officially opting out of his player option this week, making him a free agent. He will join the likes of Chris Middleton and Brooke Lopez, who could all be looking to cash in later this summer. Coming up, the state Senate passed the budget.
2: A Milwaukee senator drops an F-bomb on the proceedings. And the players in the funding for American Family Field all on the record making their case. All that's next on Wisconsin's Morning News. The Wisconsin State Senate has passed its version of the biennial budget. Moves on to the state assembly. What do we know, Eric? Eric. Other than a state senator from Milwaukee dropped an f bomb.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, there's plenty of sound bites I could play, but really, I'll, I'll we'll go with that one. I mean, yes, lots in here. Uh, a huge three and a half billion dollar income tax cut. Uh, there is a big tax cut for the wealthy, which has. Some Democrats unhappy. There's also $1 billion that will go to the K-12 public school system. Obviously, uh, the governor is very happy with that. That's a deal that they came with. PFAS is going to get a lot of attention, of course, as we deal with the well issue and some of those chemicals that you find in some of the water. So that is being tackled as part of the budget. Uh, but what came from this is that they still have the $32 million cut for UW. If you recall, the governor had said, hey, I'm going to veto any budget that has this $32 million cut that would affect perhaps the Equity Inclusion Department, that type of thing, diversity. And that's still in there, that cut. So will the governor consider potentially vetoing the budget because of that DEI in funding whole. cut? Veto in stamp Start over. Journal Sentinel says that's unlikely because there is a provision in the provision that potentially the governor would be like, okay, well, there's still an opportunity for us to get some of that money. So that does it. he does he does have an out if he decides, well, I'm not going to veto it. But would you like to hear the F-bomb? Yes, please. Uh, State Senator Latanya Johnson uh, upset with some of the budget because she says she wasn't happy with how some of the wording was used by some of her colleagues when they talked about they didn't want violence to leak out of the city. They used this term like leaking out. And she goes, oh, well, how about we take care of the violence in the city instead of worrying about where, how it's going to get to us? Hey, fair enough. That's, that's a reasonable comment. And then she made this comment because of that. the suburbs.
3: Okay. Because they don't know a goddamn thing about how life is in the city.
2: All right.
1: <laughs> the suburbs.
2: That's going to help. That'll definitely get people to the table to negotiate in good faith. <laughs> right? I know you're mad.
0: But. Oh, yeah. Good. Now, it, it, she did also, uh, she praised the shared revenue plan. So there's things that she obviously is happy about, but unhappy with some of the commentary as far as the violence goes in the city. And not included in the budget, as Governor Tony Evers had hoped, is the funding
2: package that would extend the future of the Milwaukee Brewers in Milwaukee, of course, by committing hundreds of millions of tax dollars to future upkeep and improvements at American Family Field, part of which are included in the current lease the rest would be extending the life of the brewers here in milwaukee wisconsin's afternoon news committed a big chunk of time to that president of the professional baseball park district tim sheehee in studio milwaukee county supervisor here as well the brewers president of business operations rick
0: schlesinger it's a lot of the guts of the stadium that that fans may not see when they come to games but clearly it makes the experience safe it makes the experience uh, inviting and uh, interesting and comfortable. Schlesinger is saying the
2: now 20-year-old stadium will need, over the course of the next two decades, or really its foreseeable lifespan, some $450 million with a long-term agreement on funding the Brewers would commit to a long-term lease, keeping the team here.
0: We don't want to be in a situation where in two or three years, are deferring projects that need to be replaced. The ballpark's going to start to degrade. That's not really smart for anybody. The cost to then fix things that have been deferred is significantly a lot more expensive than to do it at the right time.
2: Brewers have renewable options in two-year spans over the lease starting in 2030. So we're ironclad until then and then on an every couple of years basis for another decade. Now the state legislature is signaling it's going to be looking for City of Milwaukee and Milwaukee County to be part of this funding solution. Milwaukee County Supervisor Ryan Clancy on w tmj signaling back that's not going to get a warm reception
1: if we had invested a billion dollars in education or housing or any one of a number of things the economic impact there would have been far greater now Sheehy, who is president of the milwaukee metropolitan
2: association of commerce as well as the stadium park district board chair believes that the brewers pay for themselves
1: and then some i don't think this is the most important economic development tool but it is important uh, to the quality of life it's important to a lot of companies that recruit talent so
2: that's the conversation. Everything is up online at WTMJ.com. If you want to hear, they had uh, a number of these folks were in studio for sort of that roundtable. Yeah, you great
0: commentary there.
2: A Schlesinger Good in stuff. there, and then they took some phone calls mm-hmm. as well with varying degrees of support. Some people saying this is a no-brainer, got to do it, whatever it takes. Other people pushing back, saying tax dollars ought to be spent in other ways. All up online at WTMJ.com. 641 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Time to do
0: it. We need to celebrate a hero. Trying to save the world. From time to time, we like to celebrate an everyday hero. This is the John or Jane Doe that had no idea when they got up one morning that they would save a life. Everyday Heroes, thanks to Azura Memory Care and Assisted Living, transforming the culture of care. So today, our Everyday Hero, Vince, is Dina Izzy. Okay, what did Dina do? Dina works in a salon in New Jersey. Salon Rain is what they call it. She was working on a client when she saw another client who was getting her hair dyed go into cardiac arrest. Me and my client heard a gurgle,
1: and I quickly looked in my mirror and saw carol here and she was slumped over unresponsive
0: unresponsive uh, so this other woman carol Stakowitz, she had no warning signs or nothing she doesn't remember any of this she said she just went to get her hair dyed next thing she knows she's in the emergency room why because izzy immediately performed cpr i had no second thought about it and she saved your life woman would not have made it this woman just did CPR they called 911 ambulance came she's okay in fact the two even got to meet and uh, say thank you and I love you to each other no words they could ever express the gratitude that me and my family feel for you so Dina Izzy is our everyday hero today do we know is Dina trained in so like like what's that's her a background fascinating question so she is CPR trained in fact because of this event The rest of the salon, per the owner, has all been taken in to get trained. They did the work because they knew how important it was. So how about that? Not only did she save one life, but she's saving others as well. Our Everyday Hero, presented by Azura, memory care and assisted living, transforming the culture of care.
1: Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. Christian Yelich had three hits and two RBIs, and Devin Williams secured his 15th save of the season as the Brewers take care of the Mets on Wednesday night with the 5-2 victory. The Brewers will go for the series win later tonight with Adrian Hauser expected to get the start. Coverage will get underway right here on WTMJ, your home of the Brewers, beginning at 535. Bucs guard Javon Carter has officially opted out of his contract to make him a free agent, and the Bucks have tendered, two-way, have tendered a two-way qualifying offer to A.J. Green. Green will now become a restricted free agent on July 1st. And lastly, Yankee starter Domingo Herman only needed 99 pitches as he tossed the league's 24th perfect game Wednesday night against the Oakland Athletics. It's time for Extra Points, a sports opinion commentary on Wisconsin's morning news. Here's Brendan Snide. On January 25th, 2018, the Milwaukee Brewers grabbed the offseason headlines in Major League Baseball, making that trade for Christian Yelich with the Miami Marlins. Fast forward to today, an MVP season and a few playoff runs later, the fan base that once celebrated that trade in Milwaukee has been quite critical of the outfielder, a majority of them actually, calling to send him on his way elsewhere. In 2017, Yelich's last season in Miami, the outfielder slashed a .282 batting average, a .369 on-base percentage, and an 807 OPS. Let's check out the current year of 2023. That same Yelich has an eerily similar stat line, posting a .277 average, a .372 on-base percentage, and, you guessed it, an 807 OPS. I understand that in 2018 and 2019, those were special seasons for Yelich, and he hasn't quite lived up to those expectations, and fans became attached to those historical stat lines. But the player the Brewers traded for in 2018, based on the stats that I just read you, that is still the same player. Quick look ahead today where without Yelich, to be honest, I'm not sure where this Brewers team would be. Currently, definitely not in a playoff pitcher, definitely not in the division race, and I know it can be an unpopular opinion because more fans are worried about how much money a player makes these days, but regardless of all of that, Christian Jelic this season as it sits right now is an all-star, or at least he should be considered one.
2: 651 on Wisconsin's Morning News this Thursday morning. Our teammate from ESPN Milwaukee, Jen Lada, in the house this morning. Show and tell today if you're watching on the live stream, which you can do at WTMJ.com or any of our streaming platforms. we even got a YouTube channel. So if you want to watch us here in studio, you can do that anytime by clicking on the Watch Now button. Show and tell today as Jen is just back from her trip to Deutschland covering the Special Olympics World Games And you have brought a souvenir.
3: Well, I have, and I'm not exactly sure how I feel about it. No, scratch that. I'm exactly sure how I I feel about this. I think I know how you feel about it. So, obviously, Berlin, famous for a a lot of moments in history, some very, very bad. Um, And this is a piece of the Berlin Wall, allegedly. I want to be very careful with it because it actually is crumbling now, guys, so I don't want to pick it up. Uh, It's not mine. It's my husband's. I would not buy a piece of rock, okay? I would not put my money towards this. I just want to show it on the camera. Yeah, yeah, okay. You
2: got to see
0: which uh, which camera you going to
3: okay so so he bought that and I think it cost him like $35 so maybe you could argue like yeah not a huge chunk of change for a chunk of rock but how do you know it's real yeah, How there's... do you know that that is actually a piece of the Berlin Wall and not, I don't know, a piece of the the <laughs> highway that they tore down, much like the mountains of rock that I pass every morning on right. my way in from Mequon to downtown as they're tearing up 94. Well, I'm sure
0: if you look closely, it has that little sticker like they do for MLB stuff, right? The, the authentication, uh, L- that authentication f- sticker. Foil right? hologrammy sticker. Yeah. yeah. That's I bought there. those on Etsy,
3: guys. I just <laughs> <laughs> had those made up on Etsy yeah. and put on- so that was my only thing. Like, my hesitancy was okay, maybe you have an infinite amount of rock, but, you know, we are well. What? what how many years ago did the Berlin Wall fall now? And that if would every. Be early 90s. If correct? every person. No, I know it, it spanned 80s, for sorry. miles and miles and miles. So again, maybe you do have an infinite amount of rock. But my. I don't know. I don't know if this is a real Berlin Wall rocket. Or... So
2: that's issue number one yes. is the authenticity. Yes. Issue number two is you feel a little weird about them selling that? I do.
3: I feel weird about them selling Where did selling you pick
2: a... it? Just a random store they or shop? Have,
3: they have a bunch of stores right around Checkpoint Charlie. Um, and okay. and that's where you can go in. And look, some of them have the, the um, iron rods Like the rebar in still in yep, Ooh, it? Yep, exactly. Cool. Uh, this has a little painting on the front. Um, but yeah, I just, I feel a little... I don't know, uneasy about them monetizing or making money right. off of that, you know, obviously extreme conflict. What do you guys think?
2: And who even had an opportunity to possess that in those early days? And I remember yeah, how the, they oh, that's the other right. thing.
3: How do you stake claim to that? Problem? Right. Like, Did you just go out there with Grab your wheelbarrow and just load it up and go, I'm sure someday that people will be coming from America and want to purchase this? Well, I
0: remember there being questions about what's being sold by vendors like near ground zero. Like there's different things that you can go and get there, and you always wonder, like, hmm, so you're yeah, profiting a, off of feel right, yeah, Tragic. very devastating yeah. event.
2: I think it's interesting. I was, you know, I took German for so many years, and I remember when the wall was coming down. Our teacher, my freshman year in high school, so yeah, would have been eighty eight, eighty nine, right, yeah, it's right around in the eighties, and and she was uh, a German national, and just how. You know, when you're in high school, I knew history and whatever, but like, you're you not in touch with stuff. And here was this person who was so deeply affected Absolutely. by what was happening there. She was so emotional about it. And that kind of changed my mindset of like, what is this about? And encouraged me to learn more about really what was happening there.
3: Well, and to your point about some of the merch or the, you know, say so you can buy yeah. it at some of these spots. There were certainly people selling uh, Nazi paraphernalia and really? gas Germany. masks and you know other things that you would associate certainly oh, uh, with certainly with war with and war. like yeah. yeah that and i was like so war ew, artifacts ew. oh yeah artifacts yeah. exactly but like ew right yeah. like can you imagine if i came home and handed my daughters a gas mask look what i picked up in yeah. germany <laughs> girls like it's from world war II. what put it on so i don't know that it's i i don't know how to feel about this rock that now will reside in my home
2: well i don't know how to feel i mean it's literally crumbling. So did you have a claim to stake back then well, if you that return it for a new one? And the wall. Yes, the wall did come
3: crumbling down. <laughs> right. Very good. Wow.
2: <laughs> is there still so so is there still any remnants of East Berlin, West Berlin, of East Germany, West Germany, all these decades later, do you feel that
3: when you're there? What we were told, and again, I don't think I was there long enough to actually feel any of these significant differences, but we were told that one side is is still very conservative and the other side is more progressive um, and that there are people who did not want the wall to come down, who wanted to still exist in that, like, Uh, not sheltered, but just like exclusive. It's like it was a club, like it was a country club that you would, you know, be a part of in in the North Shore. Um, So it just depends on kind of where you were. We did go and see the part of the wall that is still standing. What they have done is given uh, a portion to local artists and artists have been able to turn a piece of the wall into a mural. And that was stunning, right? Just all of these different artists who have been given a piece of this history and then to put their own interpretation of whatever it is on there. That was really cool. Um but but otherwise no. Berlin is a very now progressive city. It's very bustling. It's very um people uh what I loved about being in Europe, guys, was no cell phones. Not that they're not allowed, but just that it doesn't fit with the really? lifestyle. The lifestyle is very like sit at a cafe Eat for two and a half hours, you know, pick at your thing, drink some drinks, but socialize. Everyone is talking to everyone. And so as you're walking down these streets, no one has their heads buried mm-hmm. in their phones. No one is like checking the score of the of the soccer game or what, you know what I mean? Like everyone is Fußball. just engaged. And I loved that. And I was like, let's adopt this for as long as we can until life brings us back into you know our obsession with technology.
2: Well, welcome home, Jen, and uh, thank you.
3: <laughs> and my rock and thank the rock you for the show and tell that will now yes. be living in my house somewhere.
2: Six fifty-seven on Wisconsin's Morning News. That's ESPN's Jen Lada. <laughs>